What up, though, Boogie? We are back with another dope episode of Late Night with Nate. I'm your boy, Nate Galloway. And I'm Adrian Brandyberg. Shout out to the No Sleep crew. We appreciate you for checking into the Late Night Podcast that we sometimes shoot during the day. Like, subscribe on all your podcast platforms. Boogie! How you doing? You know I gotta start out with the loud boogies. <laughs> this guy be boogieing it up. Like what? What? What's going on? Really? Hey, no. Sometimes you gotta blame it on the boogie. <laughs> blame it on the boogie. This guy here. This guy here. I tell you. No, I'm having. I'm having a good week, man. Just fresh. Just. It feels good. There's energy coming along. It's it just feels different. And I think it's because I honestly think it's because summer is like it's it spring has broke. <laughs> you, you know, what is it? It's officially spring, March twelfth. I think it's March twelfth. That's when the the uh, when it starts know. to get when it starts to get sunnier for longer days. I think that's what it's called. What is it? The daylight savings. Yeah, you know, solstice. <laughs> What you know? Let me put eyes on. Let me see you. Yeah, put your eyes on. I think I'm speaking. You're right. March 12th. Oh, look at you knowing knowing when your daylight savings is. Let's see. I heard it from somebody. Yeah, I heard it from somebody. Spring is. Yeah, but I think that's what it is. We've all come out of this little, this cloud, this depression where everything just just felt gloomy and low and (laughs) yeah and it it, honestly is because it's the vitamin d that sun boy when the sun is out (laughs) the smiles are out that's what she said (laughs) all right all right right. but there is something to be said about the sun It, it does make everybody happier but you know yeah. when the sun's out, the guns is out. So <laughs> that is not a lie. He is not lying right there. So yeah, I you know I I think and I love I love the winter time and I and yeah. I will say it was a very mild winter. It has been a very mild winter and I'm kind of scared for you because I know for <laughs> for me yes for me very mild and I'm kind of scared the last few days coming up what we got coming because i know there's a there's another snowstorm coming your way but i hope this area that i'm in we are still very much uh (laughs) in that mild that mild form so i just want you to know all of us that are in uh winter areas we're just kind of like yeah uh middle finger to all of (laughs) y'all I got a family in North Carolina. It's like, yeah, it's like 80 out here, cuz. And I'm like, you know, middle finger to all of y'all, respectfully, all y'all on the East Coast who are like, it ain't no snow over here. I just hope, you know, God just sprinkles some snow on all of y'all. I just hope y'all can all just be touched with just a little blanket of snow. I mean, I wouldn't mind a little snow to just to remember, you know, how it looks or whatnot. You know, haven't seen snow in. <laughs> I haven't seen no real talk. I haven't seen, and it's supposed to flurry one of these days, but I haven't seen like real snow on the ground in about two years. So, yeah, damn, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess you are kind of missing uh, those polar vortexes yeah. from Chicago. 
I'm okay with that though. <laughs> I think it's it's making me feel younger, like being in warmer climates. You know. I mean, there is something. To, people are ha- much happier in warmer climate areas. Look, look at people in Florida. They're just gallivanting. That's why yeah. Florida is Florida because he's like, I go to the beach. Look at California. I will say you can't you, but you can't be in a really hot uh, climate like all the time. How so? How, how you that gets it? a little old. You know what people say? Can you live in like a vacation area? Yes. Have you been to Turks and Caicos? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> okay. he, just, he just put me out. Oh. <laughs> put me on the Caicos side, please. <laughs> oh, you ain't never lived. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. Look, I could live in a place with crystal clear. Well, I, I hate. Obviously, there is like that island fever because when I went to Hawaii, I was I could live here. So I I do understand where people are like. Okay, it ain't as easy as you think it is. And I was like, okay, you're saying this now, but I'm I'm hiding on my financial situation might not be better. Maybe I'm gonna come with an American bag over okay. here to this Caribbean country. It might be really good for me. You know, oh my you never know. That's, that's that's all I'm saying, you know. That's, that's all I'm saying. I, I I could do it. I, I think I could do it. So you're saying you could not live in a Hawaii, Turks and Caicos, Barbados. You couldn't live in any of those places. I could do that short term, but long term, okay. it, it, I I I would just need some type of change. Like I like I like wearing layers. Like I enjoy, you know, putting on you know clothes. That's what I'm saying. Every so, so often. I, I, okay, so I do like seasons. You know, fall is my favorite season. Yeah. So I, I get you when I do. I, yeah, that makes sense. I, I could definitely, I'll keep dual citizenship. That's what it will be. It'll be dual okay. citizenship. So if, if you know, it gets a little hectic over here, as you know how it can be in America, I'll just be able to be like, peace. I'm going to hop me a little flight over to my little island. And when it calms down, you know, I'll come right on back. Okay. You That's know. fair. That's true. What uh? How you feeling this week? I, I felt like uh, uh took up all know, that time. No, 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 you didn't. It, it's uh, it's been snowing. It's 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 been snowing. I'm just now getting over uh a snowstorm. <laughs> I peeked out and I was like, oh, okay, the roads are kind of clear. Um, so it's been it's been cool. It's been it's been a cool cool week. Um. I actually think I'm going to go see my parents uh, later on today or over into the weekend. I haven't seen them like two months. You know, they've, they've been doing like the retiree thing, like snowbird. And they was in like, they were in um, Texas for like a month visiting my brother and uh, my nephew, baby Z, you know? So of course, you know, you gotta, you gotta spend a month with the grandson. <laughs> then they went to North Carolina where they're from for a month and they were just hanging out with my uncle and, you know, some other relatives. So I'm like, all right, cool. So now they're like, all right, we're back in Michigan. So they're like, well, why don't you come by the house? And I'm like, cool, because my pops was like, you know, uh, I picked up a quarter of a cow. You know, it's in the freezer. You know, come come, come, oh, come, fill, your, come fill your bag up and, and fill your freezer up. So, you know, it's nothing like having Southern parents who are just like, we ain't seen you in a while. Here's some meat, you know. Hey, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> It's some meat. Whoa, 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 buddy. <laughs> but that's what's up. That's the best parents. Parents um, will do that. 
Yeah, you know, I'm I'm grateful because I don't have to pay for ground beef or steaks or roast or anything else that can be any variation that be- <laughs> Right. You out here like you got beef, you got roast, you got hamburgers, all that. I was like, we got it's like Arby's over here. We got yeah. the meats, you know. Oh <laughs> so- gosh. Meets and meets, boy. Uh, and I, like I said, I'm, I'm forever grateful, obviously, for the quality time. But Absolutely. who doesn't like to, you know, fill their refrigerator for the low? I feel like every time I go home, I gotta take something. You know, you gotta leave with something. Like if you're not like leaving your parents' house with something you, you know, you didn't originally come with, you, you're not doing it right. You know, whether it's lotion, soap. Uh, maybe some new towels, some new Tupperware. If you could sneak that out, yeah. But I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a, another suitcase if for me to, you know, it's it'd be you gotta different. Be selective. You got to be yeah. selective. So what, yeah. what do, you, what do you normally grab when you go, when you go to the crib that you can? I, uh, mom let you walk out with. I grab one of her purses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I last time I, I went to go see my mom. I had to return one of her purses because she was like, can I have my purse back? I was like, sure can, because I want this one <laughs> instead. Just put a quick swap. <laughs> right. I'll I be swapping out purses every time I see her. Oh, I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's a nice little barter system. It's like, you know, I like that little red. Well, you know, let's go ahead. You want yeah, this one yeah. back? I'm not spending <laughs> the amount of money that my mother be spending on purses. I'd be like, yeah, you a good one. So I mean, oh. mom's has she has style. Then the fact that it's a purse that, because you know, a lot of women you don't want to rock like an old lady purse. You'd be like, man, my mom. We're such different generations. Most women are like, I'm not rocking anything yeah. that my mom yeah. has. So that's that's dope that your mom is like very stylish. I mean, my mom uh, is also twenty years, just twenty years younger than I mean, older than me. So okay, so so she's she's very young there. She ain't saying yeah. like these these other moms who are Dooney and Birkin. It. It's like, nah, that's old lady, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, boogies. You know what? I feel like my gears just be getting grinded more and more as I okay. get older. You know what really grinds my gears? And I gotta grind another gears. You know, okay. I, I you know I, I talked last week about. Um, being in IG jail, you know, I, I did a little IG bid and everything. So now I am on the quest, you know, to prevent that from happening. You know, we are cleaning up the act. And when I say that, I started with uh, 30,000 um, posts and now I'm down to 16.8 thousand posts. <laughs> I am on the mass delete. And I okay. got to tell you, it is very frustrating to have to go through all of these goddamn posts because there's not just a hey delete all or hey because i've deleted so many posts now they're making me delete them one by By one one and it is infuriating that i have to do this out of fear that someone's gonna be like hey this 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 post from 2014 is really messing with me so i'm gonna put you back in jail I'm just deleting everything. Well, you know, that also just means that the algorithm of Instagram, that your posts are still out there in the ether where people can scroll and randomly, true. randomly look at it and read them and, and feel offended about it. So this is true. You know, I was going to say, when the last time you ever posted, you posted a, a meme of any sort? When was the last time? Ooh. A recent. <laughs> it would have been 
what are we in 2023 yep what would have had to have been let me check i'm like why, why, why am i acting like i can't check this um my last post would have been oh wait, that's from july so no my last post was april april of last year <laughs> like april 20th was the last post and i'm hey. not posting anymore because hey. no I'm, I'm only you know what i'm doing now once i clear all these out mm-hmm. i'm only posting things on my stories because i know some of my post really pisses off certain demographics of people uh you know so i'm going to continue to post on my story to piss out that demographic Crack ass, crack those will be the people <laughs> and outside of that i'm gonna post like podcast stuff once everything yeah. once all the memes are cleared off it's just gonna be strictly i'll post podcast stuff on there hey you know and speaking of posting uh this kind of this kind of goes along with what you said i was talking to my mom the other day and my mom was like she was like adrian you don't post as much as you used to <laughs> uh you, your man must be restricting you from from posting Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Because <laughs> I chuckled a little bit, like, but then Rrr. I was like, I was like, wait a second, you think this niche <laughs> has any control over me? My social media? <laughs> over me, Mike. Like, I run this, not him, not at all. <laughs> Ain't nobody posting on, I, I just, I hate this, I hate that our, I, okay i dislike the fact that our parents are on the socials because now they feel yeah. like they feel like it is required to all because this is an easier way to keep to keep up with us because we ain't calling or reaching out to them <laughs> as often as we used to i'm like ma i don't what post on ig <laughs> right i'm just saying i don't post on ig i post on my stories on ig but if I, I just don't feel like posting anymore. Like if I have something that I yeah. really want to post, I'm gonna post it. Other than that, I don't want to post. I'm on other socials. I'm I'm living my life. I'm actually being <laughs> I'm in real life. I'm I'm posting in real life. That's what I'm doing. You know what it is? It's just gotten to be boring. <clears throat> That's it. I feel like for us, because we were on facebook at first of all it was like what black planet yeah myspace yeah uh then we were on facebook at the infantry of it because yeah. our infancy of it because of um college, college and everything we've seen it all our parents are too yeah. facebook i was like this yeah. is strictly for y'all vine and, snapchat yeah, like come on we've yo. seen a lot of apps periscope of apps remember periscope yeah. <laughs> uh was there's a lot of apps out there and and to me ig was started as a picture app now it is low-key kind of lame i'm just on there because that's where people primarily are at because i'm trying to wean myself off of twitter and we talked about that before we started recording because twitter is just it's just too much it's a crapshoot it's chaotic i i almost rather be on tiktok before they pull it away from us than being oh, on that's twitter happening. that's, that's <laughs> oh, definitely happening y'all better get your little ticks and talks in because oh, you God, know what's you gonna happen 80. you 80 when you said that ticks and talks boy you know what's gonna happen but <laughs> yeah but yeah i i don't know man um I yeah I, i've been yeah. going through 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 the posts that's what's been grinding my game so i'm just like you know what someone needs to create something 
better or just nothing at all. I'm with you when you, when you said uh, just living your life. I want to I want to get back to to that where we're just like yeah. we're not consumed by these apps. We don't care what celebrities. Let's get back to like not caring about what celebrities did. Let's just get back to not knowing everyone's thoughts and i know some people out there are like well nate that means you can't tweet and choose your thoughts either that's cool i don't have to say i'm on social media because i got a podcast i can say i'm here <laughs> but that's what's going on Oof. boogie yes sir you know uh, uh, i felt like uh, i felt like that that boogie wasn't was a little rasp okay hold on uh, hold on you know i gotta Gotta stay hydrated here. Hold on, hold on for a quick second. Oh God, this this man. Did you refill that water or is that a new water this bottle? This is a fresh bottle. Sometimes I do Ain't I do no refill wrong with that. Uh because you know, Britta, you know, you wanna you wanna carry it, but you don't want to waste the bottles. But this was yeah. a fresh bottle. Boogie! Oh, I like the way that sounds. Boogie! You know what time oh, it is. God. This guy. I'm tipping my hat. It's time to tip the hat. A lot of folks out here doing great things. Who you got this week? I'm going to tipping my hat to this mother and her two sons uh, do a trio, I should say. They open up Chicago's first independent Black-owned cannabis dispensary. Come on now. Chicago's own, okay? Chicago's own Matthew Brewer. I know him as Matt. Um, Chuck and Diane Brewer, uh, they open up this dispensary. It is called the Grasshopper Club. So um, hey, for those people, name. yeah, for those people who are, are um, visit Chicago, go ahead and hit up the Grasshopper Club. They really um, focus on hospitality uh, and just try to really treat you like you're uh, part of the family so you can order okay. The goods, you know what I'm saying. I actually know Matt. Um, I haven't chatted, sh- hey. chatted with him in a while. I remember um, we were at the Randolph Festival, and this was like maybe four years ago. This was like four years ago. We were at the Randolph Festival, and he was telling me and a couple friends about him getting into the cannabis dispensary. Uh, industry and I was like yeah let's get it and um, he was like he was like speaking of which (laughs) (laughs) I got a canister full of some of my product that we were looking to dispense and I was like well let's get to it let me do a little taste test so yeah and now look at this four years ago shout out to the brewers Matt friend of the pie anytime you want us to do some sampling you know hit us up (laughs) Love to give some great reviews on that because you know your boy dabbles. Yeah, he's he's good people. So shout out to him. Who you got for you tipping? I am tipping my hat off to Mr. TP Tyler Perry himself. Uh it has been rumored that he is in talks to buy a majority stake in BT as a paramount. Global is exploring a sale. I also heard that Byron Allen is also yeah, I heard uh, that too. Interested in that? So I think that's dope. Uh, you can't go wrong with with either one. Keeping um, it black, bringing it back to black. I should say. 
I hope whoever gets it as a uh, as a black person between the two of them, I hope that um, they change it, change it, you know, bring back, you know, BTAM, BT Soul, uh, his from the streets, bring back some of those yeah. those classics that we grew up on, Teen Summit. Yeah. I, I think some of those shows are are needed right now, um, especially in the black community. And we have so many fond memories of those. And the fact that they don't even play music on BET anymore, they uh, have some videos. Yeah. You know? We we need something. Like, remember when uh, Spring, what is it, Spring Bling? Yeah. Like, Spring Bling Come on, y'all. <laughs> college Hill, you know? Yeah. I college get, Hill with actual I didn't get a college chance to, Yeah, I didn't even get a chance to go to Spring Bling before. Me it, yeah, <laughs> we were obviously, like, too young for that. But they I remember watching all that. Yeah, they canceled that on the quicks. 106 in part. There's so many fond memories of this. So they need to actually come with a a real lineup if if they're going to let them do that. You know, they might not do that. They might say, yeah, we'll let a black person own it, but we don't want you to actually clean up you know, all of the the, uh... They're going to pull a Viacom. They're going to pull a Viacom. They're going to be like, yeah, it's, it's black it's black entertainment, but you know what it's gonna be? Instead yeah. of showing like baby boy like eight hundred times a day, oh, it's going to be four hundred times a day. And now we're gonna get more Tyler Perry movies, more yeah. Tyler Perry original series. That's what we're gonna get. It yeah, it blows my mind that to think that everybody remember how often, how frequently they played that when it was probably they were just trying to figure out programming and figure out what they're gonna do. It was just, it's, it's, I hope, it's comical. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that they had a good residuals deal. I hope uh, Tyrese, I hope every John Singleton, yeah. I hope it was, I hope everybody yeah. that was involved with that. I hope that yeah, Taraji Ving Rams, I hope they all just get in the bag. Like one of those big syndication, like, oh, I, I, the check is here. Cause like, they gotta, you gotta have a good, you would have had to have gotten a Brinks truck. With the amount of times that we Baby seen, Boy was playing. Oh, my God. Baby Boy, uh, Soul Plane, and it was one more. Uh, uh, Baby Boy, Soul Plane. Um, they played Friday. Friday had a nice little run, uh, yeah, but it wasn't Friday. that one. Um, it was damn. one more that I... Three I, Strikes was played a lot. Oh, my we played God. that one a lot. <laughs> um, life. But that was that's a good one, though. I, I'm yeah, okay with you Life. They yeah. played Babs a lot. Yeah, they had they had quite a few quite a few runs. Yeah, so you know, quite a few runs there. Tip our hats off but to them. Bro. Tip our hats to uh, all those great beautiful black folks doing beautiful black things. Boogie, we gotta add, and uh, we'll be right back with the uh, the news. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm just over here polishing up my black watch. A lot of y'all know I'm an avid collector of watches. I got at least nine of them things in my collection. And the one that I get the most comments on has got to be my black watch. I got to tell y'all, black watches, they have really put a lot of time and detail into their product. I gotta tell you, from the watch face all the way down to, to the band made of genuine leather. I know it's genuine, but I like seeing genuine. They really have outdone themselves. So, fellas, ladies, if you're looking to upgrade your watch style, definitely check out the good folks over there at Black Watches. They black-owned. You know you want to support a black-owned watch company. And because, you know, they rocking with the podcast, they, you know, hooked you guys up with a promo code. That's right, a promo code. They give you 
20% off of your order when you head over to blackwatches.com. That's right, blackwatches.com, B-L-A-K, watches.com, and make sure you use that promo code late night WNA. Come on, support the Black Watches. Now back to the podcast. All right, first up, privilege can or can't use topic number one. Deborah Lee dropped a bomb on, let me say it right, good morning America. Normally I will say good morning to America or good morning the America. So on good morning America, Deborah Lee, former BTC CEO, dropped a bomb on us about uh, her relationship with uh, former CEO and President Bob Johnson. Let's get to the video. In the workplace, right. you uh, talked about your working and personal relationship with your former boss at BET, Bob Johnson. Right. So what is your <laughs> advice about that, um, the, the power dynamics mm-hmm. for women in the workplace? Right. Well, I wanted to tell that story because the power dynamics are so important in a relationship and especially if you're having a relationship with someone you this man with. right uh, here <laughs> and we all know the potential pitfalls that um, so you know, i worked for bob johnson for 10 years before we had a personal romantic relationship mm-hmm. and he was a mentor and he pushed me and you know he's responsible for a lot of my success <laughs> yeah he pushed you all right uh, we did have a, right a relationship job, while we were both married we ended up both divorced and then people knew about the relationship uh the company knew public we started going places together the the downfall of a relationship you, like you that don't is say if you want to get out of it <laughs> And that's the part where it came and I wanted to break up. I saw it wasn't a long-term relationship and my job and my career was held over my head. And it was like, well, if you want to break up with me, then you can leave tomorrow. Damn. (laughs) It's bad. It's bad. Oh my God. All bad, but ladies first. (laughs) What? First of all, Deborah. Okay. First of all, congratulations, Deborah Lee, that you um, got the the strength to to write uh, such a powerful memoir about yep. your life in general. Um, to and I, I love the fact that she had to definitely preface uh, the 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 relationship with ten years prior. So we actually began this relationship. I've been working with Bob Johnson for 10 years. So for 10 years, you're telling me Bob Johnson probably was, was probably feeding into your (laughs) ear somehow. Uh, He was a mentor. Right. He was getting it together. He probably got married. He probably got married during that 10 year. Yeah. Or already married during that 10 years of you you working with him mentoring and then you get a uh, a position that was right i think it was i think she was the vp or like Mm, the next one up i should say she was the next one up like uh, coo or something yeah she was the next one up so you telling me y'all wasn't doing nothing Within that ten year span, but then y'all y'all decided to have a romantic relationship, and then decide, you know what, this ain't long term. I need to get up out of here. I it it's 
it's giving me she's she was definitely media trained to try and fix this to make it sound good um i hope um she she gets a little you know she gets some closure from doing this because i think that's what it comes down to sometimes you have to get it out there just to yeah just for you to feel better and and you know i loved how she was just like you know everyone knew about it you know (laughs) we both got divorced (laughs) like damn (laughs) the job knew about it everybody knew we know yeah seriously this is news to us <laughs> I was just like, God damn, both y'all got divorced. So it was just like, did y'all tell both y'all spouses at the same time too? This was just like, like what? Um, I don't. This is okay. So let me say, let me just start with this. So this is not one of those coercion co- situations. Yeah, that, you said it right. right. Yeah, you said okay. it right. It's not one of those situations in the beginning because <laughs> it seems like this was a straight up consensual. Hey, we were cool for, for 10 years and yeah. we was probably working late night and old Bob was looking kind of good. You know, so it was probably one of those situations, you know, Deb, I see you. We, they don't even they're not even going by first names anymore. She, oh god. Big Deb in the office. He was like, they was probably work husband, work wise, and it was just like, we cool, let's just do this. The part where you know they fucking. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> The part where he's 100% wrong is the whole, well, you want to keep your job, you're going to keep fucking me. That's the part where he is, you can't say nothing like that because, again, that is where you are abusing your power. Honestly, if we're, if we're being realistic, you never should, even though it was consensual because you were the CEO, you never should have been dating an underling in the first place. In general. This goes back to... Uh, uh, Ime Idoku and his situation with the Celtics you have a responsibility with being the per- the top dog top brass whatever you want to call it to not sleep with your underlings if you want to sleep with your underlings what he should have did was okay I'm gonna alley-oop this company over to my work wife you now the CEO and I'm just gonna circle back billionaire big Bob let's date you know said, Chris billionaire on big Bob <laughs> billionaire bob out here but my question here is um and again i feel for because that that's that's a terrible for anyone to be put in that type of position especially when she was like oh i'm a single mom and i was like well deborah you're kind of a single mom now because of what y'all too what y'all was doing so you can't really use that i'm a single mom out here because if you had been creeping you wouldn't have been single mom um and your kid grown now so what are you talking yeah about? they were when some of that was going on so i was like the timeline of when you was uh showing your kids at the bt awards these was grown kids they don't add up that's what i'm saying it but doesn't add up here nor there i'm not here to judge um but it's one of those situations where obviously you, you feel you feel bad because you never have to choose between um your, your job yes. and you should never you no one should ever put you in a position like that and if your side piece, whatever, your boo, shorty on the side, whatever you want to call them, it, they should love you enough to not want to jeopardize your career. So you're a shitbag person in that regard, Bob Johnson, for trying to use your money oh, yeah. and your leverage there. But also, I, I want to ask Deborah Lee's question, because we've all seen Bob Johnson. What were you looking at? Because oh, the, Bob Johnson is not someone that I would think 
you would want to, you know, hitch your wagon up to. So <sighs> I, you know, uh, didn't didn't Good Morning America just have a, <laughs> a wonderful tabloid news ran about like that? Stop dating the people that you are working with. Yeah, that that's should. it. I remember I it's all gonna go bad. It it always goes bad. I remember Not when I first got it. I remember when I first got into comedy before I did stand up. Mm. I interned at a comedy club and the, the owner of the comedy club, this was the first thing that they said to us, do not date comics. No, yeah. <laughs> it was like, do not date comics. If you decide to go into comedy, do not date comics. If you decide to do anything in this industry, do not date each other. Do not date each other. I am giving you this <laughs> advice. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, I do not date. And most people don't follow that advice. So I did not follow <laughs> not a day. Sad advice. He's he like, uh, do not date. Okay, so I'm dating the comedians. <laughs> so do date the comedians. And boy, oh boy, I had Woo. to learn for myself. It's a doozy. <laughs> I don't understand why we don't believe fat meat is greasy. Uh, you know, because I feel like we, it's it's about life experiences. Sometimes you gotta you gotta bump your head a little bit, and it's like, yeah. oh, if you're telling me not to go over here and do this, kind of want to do it because maybe it's kind of fun over here. Yeah. Then you realize some oh, of that stuff was just. <laughs> it's not fun at all. I get it. Oh, I tell I it. all my my female friends, I'm like, if he says he's a comedian, <laughs> run, run. <laughs> I was like. Don't date any of and not and it's not to say that there aren't any good because there are, but there's a most of them. You just run away. <laughs> I even tell some of my male comedians that from my male friends that I was like, Yeah, if you date a female comedian, just know you're gonna be in her jokes. Just oh, know. You're gonna be in the jokes. Yeah, and <laughs> this is and and this is the one thing that I dislike is when I'm dating people and they're like, Oh, you're gonna put that in I'm like not now, but I will. <laughs> like when I find how to how to write it. But stop worrying about you. You ain't important. Yeah. They think everything is gonna be a joke. And it's like, yeah, that's not how this works. You know, that's my whole set's not, not about you. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to um again. She, um, she's good. She's Deborah is good. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she 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 made her millions. She's fine, but she needed to get it out. That's clearly what what, what needs to happen let me let me ask you this because i have heard this and i have said it a, a few times do you think their belief was the demise of bet or did it start at the selling of bet where do you think the demise happened because like we mentioned earlier there was teen summit there was you know bet soul bet am bet night there was bet news mm. there was all these things mm. and now we just get terrible shows I think I think it's a combination of both. Uh, we knew it was going, it was going to go, it was going to be watered down. I I don't I wouldn't say go down the drain because it was harsh, but there were some there were some glimpses of like old BET where we were like, oh man, okay, yeah, but it it, they were it yeah, but it wasn't quite there again. And I think it's because it was not only being sold. Um, and also the the reign of Bob Johnson was being passed over to Deborah, and I think she probably won't 
admit it or maybe she will i don't know maybe we got to read her book but i think he also had a stronghold on what things should have did and should be or whatnot and with that being said deborah probably was like now we doing it this way just (laughs) to just to you know to be just to prove it wrong yeah you know what i mean so I'm going to tank this network. Right. <laughs> TV one will now be the number one source right. for black people to watch stuff. Yeah. I, you know what? I they need to do something. Yeah. Cause man, B, I have, I, I'm trying to, I, I seriously, I don't know the last time I've watched BT. I can't remember the last time I've watched a BT award. It has been a very long time. It's just it's nothing on there. Yeah. It's been a while. There. It's not even, it's, and, and, you know, I, I want better. I want quality programming for us and uh i think that's that's what we're all hoping for so <laughs> yeah I, I will say this though if tyler perry brings back or if Don't, he gets beat stop it stop it what? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't even, <laughs> don't even, nope, I'm not even letting you do this. All I'm going to say is for those of us who remember what went on after, at one o'clock, at one o'clock in the morning, bring it back. That's all I'm going to say. Do oh, your Googles. Do your Googles. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. This man here. Oh, yo, let's get to this, uh, this next ad. We'll be right back. Hey y'all, we're gonna take a quick pause from this episode to tell you about our next sponsor, Rose Vogue Styling. Let Rose Vogue Styling help you change the way you see yourself. Their mission is to empower you to build your confidence and look fly while doing it. Mm. They offer personal styling, shopping, and closet auditing. They need to come to my closet because it's a hot ass mess, okay? They also have an online boutique store full of pieces that will give your outfit life and have you looking right. Pieces like earrings, that's what I have on now, here, right here, necklaces, purses, rings, just to name a few, okay? Right now, our subscribers, our listeners, our watchers, you, 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 you can get 20% off when you use the code late night, okay? L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E. Go on over to their IG. It's Rose Vogue Styling at Rose Vogue Styling. Um, easy. Everybody knows that. Okay. Let Rose Vogue Styling style you for your next event or simply just help you enhance the pieces that you already have in your closet. Wow. Style is a choice. Upgrade yours with Rose Vogue Styling. Again, you can get 20% off if you use our code late night. Okay. L-A-T-E. N-I-T-E, support a black business, okay? Support us. When you support them, you're supporting us, okay? Now let's get back to the show. Topic number two. First and foremost, I I just want to say these memes of John Moran have been hilarious they have been top tier internet lore that's all i'm gonna say oh god but uh john john wick oh excuse me uh john moran (laughs) john moran uh he's not he's not gonna face any uh charges for appearing on instagram's ig live uh, when he flashed a gun in a club in colorado uh, still suspended by the NBA. Yes. Um, at least four to seven games that we know of. Yes. But at least he's not going to uh, have to eat a gun charge. Now, Boogie <sighs> Jaw has been in the news 
quite a bit over the months. You know, he had the incident yeah. with the high schooler mm-hmm. uh, where a gun was pulled, mm-hmm. allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the incident with someone from the entourage yep. that allegedly um, can't go in any more arenas because they had a laser pointer or, mm-hmm. of some sort. And I think there was like an, another incident. And now yep. we're having uh, this incident. So it's like four incidences, you know, kind of back to back to back. How you feeling about uh, Mr. Wick? Ja needs to get it together. Like whatever, whoever he's hanging around with, his team, he needs to have a conversation and figure out what he wants. Whatever Seriously. he, whatever he's, what, what do you really want to do? You want to play ball? You want to be a franchise <laughs> player? Okay, well then, guess what? In order to do that. These are the rules and the policies that you have to follow in order to continue to get this NBA bag. If not, you could very well be like any of those other ex NBA players Man. that that wanted to be that in that type of life, <laughs> right? And decided that oh no, this ain't this ain't what I want anymore. And so NBA chose decided to remove them from said jobs. Like it's easy is it's easy as that. I don't I I think that money is the root of all evil, but it's also uh needed in order to obtain the resources and do the things that you want to do. So you have to find a balance, my man's. That's it. Looks like he signed <clears throat> A contract for 193 million dollars <laughs> bro he, you kind of decide you're gonna be a shooter on the court or a uh, shooter stop, in the streets stop. <laughs> stop. you gotta give me that one <laughs> i just i just want him to figure it out his the people and the people around him are just either milking Oh, that's the, what it is. Yeah, just not giving him any any direction, or maybe notice, maybe they are, and he's just not listening. The wrong direction. Yeah, <laughs> you notice how anytime these guys get in trouble, you notice how years later it's always I was hanging around the wrong people. I, oh, so yeah. I, I'm I'm not trying to say it's what it is, but it's kind of what it is because yeah. anyone with common sense would be like, hey hey hey, bro, let's not put this gun out on. <laughs> on camera or let's not hey, do hey this. bro how about not hold a camera and not have a, a camera in you know? a camera a gun on your possession on your or person like, hey bro like let's let let me get this gun to the security guard so if something right. does pop off you know it's on him because they got insurance for this you know it's yeah. just <clears throat> got a lot of questions and if i am gonna be a gangster Oh God! About that street life, okay. I'm, I'm gonna have a big gun, you know. Not that you know, because he shouldn't have the gun. But if you're gonna have a gun, have a gun. That <laughs> was not a gun. That was a little pew pew. Nah, <laughs> just when I want to when I want to hold up a gun, I want the glizzy. I want you to know what it is. Like if you come uh, over here, I'm putting a hole in you. But that little gun that Jai had, I, I'm just like, yeah. You're not really putting fear in anyone's heart, and maybe because he's maybe he got big hands, it was just a little gun because you were athlete. But still, you know, not really striking no fear in nobody's hearts. You know? 
I just want him to. I I think he is young enough to really. Yeah, three. yeah, to really understand the magnitude of where this could go. Because this could go either way, two ways. It could go. Yeah, there could go. You could definitely be where Sean Kemp is right now. Because I don't know if you heard, if you've seen this. Well, his lawyer came out about that one. Oh so, yeah, yeah, self yeah, defense. Yeah. But but yeah, still, yeah. listen, you could definitely pull a Gilbert Arenas, mm. a Paul Pierce. The, Great I'm example. Just, I'm just giving you examples. Listen, these players will. It it takes one time. It takes one literally. Time. It all all it takes is one time that you think you are tough enough or gangster enough. And you you need to deal with whatever issue yourself by pulling out a bringing a gun to an arena, to uh, a chartered uh, airplane with your team around anybody. You don't know what what could happen. And I'm not I'm not bashing a man. I just want him to be a little bit more careful and safe because he has a daughter. Yeah, he has a younger sister who's playing <laughs> ball as well. And his first thing is to to be on camera at a strip club with a little pistol, a water pistol. Come on, yo. No, I, I agree with you. Gilbert Arenas, when you brought him up, he's the reason why it's a mandatory 50-game suspension yeah. if you bring a gun in yeah. the arena or if you bring a gun yeah. um, on, uh, what is it? A NBA team, premises. Team buses premises. or flights yeah. or any of that stuff. Yeah. So it's like this is why I have security guards. This is why you pay for security if you have to feel like you have a gun. But also, if I'm in fear of my life like that, I'm not going out. I'm not doing you, bro. You play basketball. You should not even have to be worried about carrying a gun. I remember Paul Pierce was like, we will not got stabbed. I'm like, Paul, that's different. You got (laughs) stabbed. Okay? That's a completely different situation. No one that we know of is after job but yeah. we know how memphis is and we know if yeah. you put some of these things out here someone yeah. is going to try you there yep. is going to be someone who's going to pull your card eventually yeah. and i mean we hope that it doesn't happen but like you said this can end s- several bad ways so just yeah. stick to the courts man stick to shooting on the court bro like you don't have to do any of this other stuff yeah i don't know it's just it's you got a lot to lose, bro. And I know when you're 23 and you're your young 20s, <clears throat> excuse me, you don't necessarily think about losing yeah. it all. You think you're invincible. Yeah. But sometimes when you come from situations like that, as as they say, it's like, you know, you came from a good two-parent household or whatever, or they, things may not have been necessarily good, as good as you wanted them to. Yeah. But you had the unit that was there to kind of help uplift you and everything. When you come from situations like that, why go into areas or uh what is it why why i want to go into the hood why why would you want to go into that type of lifestyle when you didn't come from and even if you did come from that bro you're a millionaire now you don't have to do any of that stuff anymore a lot of those people who are still like you this is cool they're only saying this because a lot of them are really jealous of you and when you lose all that and let's say you back on the block with them they're gonna be like man you dumb to have lost all this money like Come on, man. You have a huge opportunity to be one of the brightest stars in the NBA now at a young age because really nobody can yeah. guard him. Nope. You're going to, Nike's got you on contract. You know, you're going to be one of these max contract offers in like two or three years. So don't mess this up because you just, you want to be, a, I don't care if you go out and do those things. But if, like I said, get security, man. Don't put, 
don't be out here with the guns, bro. I I just want I just want everybody to I I I learned at an early age to learn from the experiences of others. Literally. Now, now the comedy the comedy when they said don't don't date comics. See, I ain't see nobody around. I didn't know this nobody around, so I ain't think nothing of it. But then when I got into it, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is what you meant. Got it. <laughs> I was totally wrong. And I was able to save myself and not Literally. get, I, I was I was able to save myself and not get uh, bogged down with any of those, the fooler, the debauchery of uh, the comedy industry. But um, but yeah, come on, man. People are telling you like this is not gonna go. You've seen people with guns, and how really? did that? How did that? <laughs> like you've seen, there are so many examples out here. Like we can look at look at athletes that have lost plexico birds. He shot himself, had a gun in the club. Yes, yes. <clears throat> what if that gun would have went off, bro? <laughs> you would have lost it all. Look at Diddy when they got when the gun went off and yeah. when it was in the club. Shine did a lot of time. Yeah, like don't lose the bag, the NBA bag, and have to spend some time in jail or some other yeah. stuff because, because there's like I was reading up on his pops, you know, people. Like, What's T doing? Apparently, T was uh, he was semi pro back in the day. Yeah, so that's where Jai, you know, he got his skills from. So it's like, bro, you got a, a huge opportunity. Don't mess it up. And I know I've seen people like <clears throat> Stephen Jackson and mm-hmm. Jalen Rose talking mm-hmm. stuff, and I was like. I understand where some of the OGs are coming from to try to to talk to them, but I'm like, Jalen, you grew up during the crack era in Detroit. There's two separate things when someone comes from a nice neighborhood than someone who was actually living that life. We can't, it's apples to oranges because Jalen, you were living that life. From what we know of John, everyone has said, he didn't grow up in that life. So Mm -hmm. you can't compare those, those two, you can't compare you guys. John is me. I am <laughs> I was like, man, and I get you want to come to his defense, but sometimes we got to sit here and be accountable for you just doing dumb stuff. Yeah, it's, it's what it is. That's it. You know, that's it. I'm glad that you know, I am John. John is <laughs> here's punishment enough. Punishment enough is just seeing the everybody drag yeah. you. I was gonna say everybody knowing <laughs> that's punishment enough. Up. Yeah, they've called you dumb, jaw wick, jaw warrant. They have called you everything, and it just keeps getting funnier. Yeah. So it's like that's punishment enough. You just have Agreed. to look at look at these tweets and uh, look at all these memes. Agree. So, oh man. <laughs> but boogie, you know these niggas are tripping. Yes, sir. Let's get to it. My niggas tripping. Who you got for y'all niggas is tripping? You know, outside of John Morant, um, let's go to <laughs> let's go to all the way to California, where uh, the California governor cut ties uh, with Walgreens after they decided decided to stop carrying abortion drugs. Um, you know what, Walgreens, I was rooting for you. <laughs> I generally go to Walgreens if there are yeah. Walgreens available. Then CVS, let's yeah, say, because I, I I don't like CVS. But come to find out, Walgreens are playing around, cutting Man, ties. Games. I just it it 
it's unbelievable. It first of all, shout out to Governor uh Gavin Newsom. Newsom. Yep. Yeah, Gavin Newsom for for just having the balls to just be like, I don't care what y'all say. And I you you already know this is a multi-million dollar uh pharmaceutical uh contract. <laughs> yeah. And your yep. man was like, I'm not doing this. I'm He's good. Like, ties. Y'all you're fired. Yeah, you're gone. You're <laughs> gone. But yeah, this is unbelievable. Like there it, it's it's a it's a long it's a long drag right now. There's 21 states. I know it says 20. Um, but there's uh 20 more states, I should say, where uh abortion uh, rights are protected. Um and they're trying to they're trying to push for um, these, you know, plan B pills and abortion um, prevention. Uh, they're these, these GOP states are trying to pull, pull it. Yeah, um, man, they're uh, extremely shitty for pulling the products out of these uh, GOP states, but definitely kudos to uh, Mr. Newsom. Uh, you've heard it here first. Look, in 10 years, we're going to see him on the presidential ballot. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. You going to say 10? Run. You say 10? Yeah, I think in the next 10 years, he's going to be on there. I At think he, it's not going to be this presidential, but no. it's going to be the, the next one. The next me. one. So what is this one? It's 20, what, 2024. So the next yeah. one will be what, 2028? 2028, yeah. Yeah. So I, I would think if he's not on 2028, it'll be by the one, one more after that one. one. Yeah, the 20, following after. Yep, the following so I I I I I can foresee him running. Yeah. I, I I can just foresee him uh, shaking it up a little bit. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for old men to get out of the way. Yeah, you know, there, I did hear uh, there was a little rumor that uh, Turkey Nick McConnell passed away today. I was like, I'm looking, but oh, I don't see God. it. I was yeah. like, I don't. It hasn't been made official yet. I know it, that's not happening. Dance on his? No, he's not. He's going back to Rockefeller. He's going to live to be like 200 years old. He's, He's going to make sure people. of it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in his will. It's literally going to be like, yeah, I don't care. Keep resuscitating. That's what it's going to be. Keep giving me these hearts. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. He's, uh, you, just, you can't get rid of those people. And even if we do yeah. think that we're going to get rid of them, they've got their little minions that they've already been trained oh, to take yeah. over. Following up on them. It's just yeah. burn it all down. Burn it all down. Who you got for y'all niggas to trip? This one is so funny to me because you know i was scrolling like what should, who should i give it to yeah and the national park service had to put this out and i was like why do you have to do this uh, they're saying do not push your slower friend down when running from bears it says don't push a slower friend down when running when running away even oh, if the friendship is nearing the end of its life wow. according to the national park services and I know we always joke about this, but wow, they actually had to put this out there because there's probably people out there that are probably thinking, you know what? You don't return my texts fast enough. You know what? You don't call me. So now you're bare food. You oh, know? I just, I just, and I actually read the article. And that was in there, and they gave a list of other things. It was like, oh, if it's a grizzly bear or yeah. uh, a brown bear, you should play dead. But if it's a black bear, 
don't play dead. I'm just like, if it's a bear, period, I'm trying to not be nowhere near them. Yeah. I don't even want to leave it up to chance. Yeah. If I'm out in the woods where there might be bears, I'm going to have a gun and or some bear spray. When you come <laughs> close, I'm spraying you. <laughs> just, yeah, just shouldn't, shouldn't you have, you should have those things just in case if you're in an area where bears are prevalent. You should, but you know, most people don't do research. They're not ah, prepared. It's gotcha. just like, let's go out here with picnic baskets. And so why would you like, why would you go out with, with a friend that y'all friendship is on a rocky <laughs> You was either planning on killing them. Like, yeah. He <laughs> was already right. planning on it. Or you was like, maybe nature will bring us closer together. Maybe that's what it was. Oh God. But this, I'm only, that's crazy. But you know what? I'm thinking it's only a certain demographic of people because, you know, most of us, if we don't like you, that's just the friendship is over. If it's rocky, I ain't going in the woods with you. Yeah, that's that's it. Smokey the Bear can get you by your damn self. My paranoia is too high. Like, well, wait, wait, we're not friends. You want me to go in the woods? Nope. <laughs> like, why you want me to go in the woods for? Uh-uh. No, no, no. No. I haven't seen too many movies, too nah, many man. ID channels where someone goes in, where two people go in the woods and only one person comes out. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. We're not doing that. But uh, let's get to the final ad. And yeah. we'll be right back. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, y'all? A lot of y'all hit me up like, Nate, you super chill. You know, you super laid back all the time. Brother, you gotta be on something. Well, y'all are right. I'm off them chummies edibles. And y'all know me. Y'all know I'm a smoker. I don't really mess with the eddies like that. Because let's be real, a lot of them are hit or miss. There's either no juice or you're feeling like a zombie. The good folks over there at Chummies, well, they out here trying to change the edible game. And I got to tell you, they got some phenomenal products. They sent me over uh, some of their traditional edibles, and man, them things are hitting. But they don't only got edibles. They got juice. They got uh, your gummies. They got your chocolate bars. Whatever you like, they got it. Y'all, do me a favor. Go over to their Instagram page. It's chummies underscore edibles. And get yourself some good stuff. And when you're out there, you know, filling up your cart, make sure you use that promo code 21chummy. That's right. They rocking with the podcast. And because they rocking with us, they rocking with y'all. So they're going to take care of y'all by giving y'all 10% off of your first order. So again, use that promo code 21chummy to get 10% off your edibles. All right, y'all, let's get back to the podcast. It's the final topic. You know, when we get a real budget, I want to have like an in-studio band so they can hit us with the bow, 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 bow. <laughs> in-studio band boy gotta have the in-studio band but we are finally here we have heard from everyone we have heard from Jaden we have heard from Will we have heard from Tony we have heard from the mother rock we have heard from all the rocks we have heard from civilians we have heard from other comedians and we finally have got to hear from the man that was slapped himself, Chris Rock. Boogie, did you watch the special, and what did you think? 
I watched the special. Um, I tried to watch the post, uh, excuse me, the pre-special. Okay. Um, the pre-show, excuse me. Uh, and I just fast forwarded. Uh, just, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm okay. I'll, I'll pass on that. Um, and then I, I got a chance to actually watch the special. Kudos to him to uh, doing a live taping, yeah. like a live stream taping. Like that's that's new. That's tough in itself. Yeah. First off, that's hard. And he he did such a great job in remembering his everything that he wanted to say. He stumbled yeah. on one on one joke. Uh, but it was a, a very quick, quick fix. And he yep. was, he was able to, to be a professional and, and catch it and, and move right along very seamlessly. So I definitely respect and appreciate the craft yep. of, of doing something that hard. Um, yeah. And yep. all the, the special was, was pretty short to me, I would say. Yeah. Didn't feel like an hour. I, I agree. It yeah, it didn't feel like an hour. Uh, but again, I think that's why they decided Netflix decided to have a pre-show and a post-show as well, just to really like hammer home like this is all, all happening. You. Yeah, give you the whole thing. Um, thoughts on the actual special? Um, you know, I as a, a comedian. Yes. As a comic, I don't like I don't really like to comment on other people's work because that's their work. And yep. there's always a group of there's always a an audience for, you know, someone. Literally. There's always there's always an audience uh for someone. Even if, you know, you don't like something, there's always gonna be somebody that's gonna say, Hey, I actually like it. <laughs> you know? Um yeah. It wasn't it to me. It didn't feel like his best work, but I understand why because he was more focused on. Um, to me, there was still pain. Yeah, in his voice. Yeah, you can still you can hear it. I, you I agree. can you can hear it, and there were glimpses of funny that I enjoyed, and there were uh, moments where I was like, ah, he could have. <laughs> He could have worked on it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but that, I think that goes with a special in general. Like, that's what's just going to happen. There are going to be moments where you don't like, and there are going to be moments where you like, Ooh. oh, yeah, that was funny. Uh, but yeah, that's overall, I'll, that's all I got to say. Because, you know, to me, I felt like regardless of what I'm going to say, it's going to do its numbers. Yeah. So it's going to do what it do. Yeah. Um. I agree with you. I agree with with I agree with pretty much everything you said there. Um, as as comedians as stand up, I I stopped watching specials uh, a, a while ago. ago. Yeah, um, solely for that because one, I don't want. Sometimes when you watch as a as a comic when you watch specials, we don't we don't see it, but sometimes you sub subconsciously you pick up the material. Absolutely, and. Although linear thinking is a thing, you don't ever want to be known as that. You stole my joke. You stole my train of thought. So that's one reason why I don't watch a lot of specials outside of the ones I know we're going to talk about, excuse me, like on the pod. Um, The live aspect, because I I don't think a lot of people 
outside of the stand-up community and those who shoot the specials really know how difficult that is to do it live. Yeah. When these specials and these tapings are done, they will do this over three to four nights and they will usually take the best night and they will say, Hey, this is the one we're going to use. Yep. Um, I thought it was cool to see the slip up that he made because it lets people really know one, he's human and, Mm -hmm. um, someone at that level makes mistakes but it lets you know what comics of our level deal with in the comedy club or in the bar or back or wherever you're telling your jokes at because it happens yeah and sometimes the crowd lets you rerun it sometimes they don't yeah. so i thought that was cool um they've since scrubbed that so if you didn't catch it live now that has been scrubbed so now it is like the edited yeah because uh, he's a lot of yeah. back in there yeah, he's um he's worn so the during the you know he had a tour before he actually released yeah. the special, but he's been wearing the same outfit throughout the yeah, tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. so when they actually have the the actual special after the live stream, they get to replace it with with the non slip up. Yeah, with the non slip up. <laughs> I. I thought as far as no, no special is ever going to be perfect, flawless, 100%. Of course not. No special is ever going to do that. And I hate to be like, well, it wasn't like bigger and blacker. It you wasn't can't compare. Like bring the pain. Yeah. So I, I don't want to compare it to those levels. Mm-hmm. But at best for me, it, it was decent. I remember when I was texting you, I was like, it was good. It was. Good. And I went back and I was like, uh. Because there were some moments where I was like, okay, he's in the pocket. He's, mm. he's feeling it. And I was like, okay, they rock with him. Then there were some jokes where I was like, you could have got that. You could have took, that was like 10, 15 minutes of the material you could have gotten rid of. Yeah. So for me, it's decent. It's mid at best. But let's be real. You can get a good high off some mid stuff. You, you oh, yeah. Get a high off the mid. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> and it, it also depends on the audience, too. The audience. I, I definitely felt like. Uh, he could have had a better audience for me. He, they could have picked a different audience for it to be Baltimore. They, I thought they would have been rocking with him. They was, they was definitely a little stuffy. But again, comedy, it is subjective. Yes, it is very subjective. Um, I think the part, so the one part is where I, I did, I didn't like him calling Jada a bitch. I, I was just like, all right, that was unnecessary. You could have maybe used another word outside of that but i think the will smith material like you were saying we the hurt was there the hurt was there because it was some hard bees it wasn't just like your normal bitch it was you know he he put the the emphasis on letting you know that yeah he was very theatrical with the and I think I, I think what was irritating me the most was everyone. Do we still have to hear this? Let's get over it. We don't need it. And I was like, everyone has had their say except for the person that was slapped. Yeah. So yes, he deserves to at least have his moment to where he gets to say his piece. Exactly. And this is the part where people don't like about comedians. A lot of times, y'all will start some stuff, and the comedian always has mm-hmm. the last laugh, mm-hmm. the last say. Mm-hmm. Got to be careful of that. Mm-hmm. I, I think he got. I think he got. He got it off his chest. I will say there were some some comedians that were saying that they would have rode him a little. They would have rode Will a little bit harder in that regard. They the, they would have had more joke. They would have came just a little bit harder. And I was just like, 
I think he did it in a way that was because you know Chris Rock is always he, his comedy has always been like misdirection to a degree. I'm of gonna course. use I'm gonna make sure my my vocals are more. I want to put more emphasis on certain things. To, so he's always been that person. He he kind of weaves into things, not to where he's super disrespectful. Here I thought he just I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna do what I do. I'm gonna get in my Chris Rock pocket. Mm-hmm. Where some other comedians would have came out just like everybody's a bitch, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this were you though, Boogie, and you got your moment in the sun or your moment to 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 let it all out. Are you gonna stop short of where Chris did? Are you gonna go over that line? Where where are you, where are you drawing this for you? I understand what he did, and I like the fact that he didn't make his whole special about said situation because his life still continued on yeah afterwards like i i understand that um spending he spent about five minutes i want to say uh on the topic yeah just about five minutes on the topic and that's about right if it it, to me i I understand what he was saying like i'm not going to give you the satisfaction thinking that that ran or took over my life overwhelmed my life for the last year, but he got to hear it from other people. <laughs> it bothered other people for you, the last year. So yeah. Do you you think he was on point with the top with the uh the title, selective outrage? Oh yeah. I I I appreciate that because it makes a lot of sense. Cause for Does. those for those people that are upset for certain things. <laughs> He just proved your point. Yeah. He just proved his <laughs> point right then and there. He did. Oh, I was seeing a lot of people that were on social media, and it, it, this was it was kind of. And I get that comedy is subjective. I will never not say it's not subjective, mm-hmm. but he's never been funny. And it's like to sit up here and say that Chris Rock has never been funny. What was he on Time Magazine's uh, Funniest Man in America or Funniest Man in the World, whatever? Boldface uh, lies right now. So it's like a lot of y'all are lying to yourselves. And I get that there was, I'm not trying to cape for him because the video of of him with the white comics saying, saying very were, bad. Yeah. Very, very bad. Yeah. And it's almost like it negates a lot of what he did in the 90s because he was very black in the 90s. Oh, he yeah. Talked about racism. He called it out. Every special he did, he talked about racism. He talked about white people. So I, I can see where you would say, okay, parents are white people now. I can based on that seeing that video, but to go back and to say that he was parenting white people back in the day, you clearly have not followed or watched any of his specials because he didn't. The amount of times that he said "cracker" in his in his specials, like, come on now, like, cracker ass cracker. You don't say stuff like that, and you're not someone who is yeah. for the people. You're pro white, yeah, right. <laughs> Ain't nobody pro white saying that. I feel like he called out a lot of things between rich black people and poor black people, mm-hmm. and I think there are some black folks that didn't like that. You mm-hmm. saw that as being 
anti-black but this is a, this is a person who has, is able to look at it as, as comics we're able to see both sides of the coin yeah most good comics can and this is a person if you've seen everybody hates chris he was poor remember how his dad would turn off the clock so they could you know man save was money? poor for a long time <laughs> He and now poor. he's rich. Yeah, so he can literally make those those distinctions between being a rich black person and a poor black person. And so I just feel like some people didn't like it. Now, I don't know. That's just me. Where's where do you fall in the the Chris Rock anti black? You know where where do you fall? I I wouldn't say I wouldn't say anti black, but I will say that he has a problem with black women. Okay from in i don't know it in and that's a little harsh for me to say that problem i think there is something going on with him and black women because good hair <laughs> pissed me the f off let me just say a lot that. of people off <laughs> of all people to bring yeah. up good hair he a black man, not a black woman, <laughs> decides to to make a movie about women's hair, black women's hair. Um, I I think there's always there's always going to be issues. There's always going to yeah. be, um, you know, everyone's always going to have a problem with someone not doing it the way that they should have done, the the way that they that they thought they were going to do it. Like I think we are always evolving and i think yeah. chris rock should continue to evolve because there were moments in the special where i thought he is too smart of a man to to bring up or to talk about certain uh, uh topics Such so as. ignorantly um he he kind of reminded me of dave Chappelle when he talked about um he flirted with the line <laughs> he was flirting with that line <laughs> yeah he flirted with the line but he knew not to cross it because yeah, he didn't, didn't want to go he didn't want to go that route where his friend is clearly being um right now but there there are a couple jokes like i don't want to spill the the special but it's the thing you know. it now they ain't seen it now. Agreed. It is what it is. Agreed. But <laughs> I, I just feel like like trans rights are definitely going on right now. And yeah, there are certain ways again, you you can be funny, but there are certain ways of doing it where it is intelligent. If you're trying to prove a point, if you're trying to swat um uh slide in with a um you know a joke or whatnot there's a there's a way to do it where it can be funny and it makes sense and there are I moments agree. there are moments where i was like ah this is just lowbrow <laughs> it was i agree it was low-hanging fruit and like he he wanted to jump out the window but he yeah. didn't he's like no, i can't either. go full i can't do it you know um i I kind of, I just want people to stop doing specials in general. I kind of think we, I just don't necessarily We're think done. be specials anymore. We're done. We're done. And I say that because one, you can't say what you want to say. And I don't mean say what you want to say by being racist, homophobic. I don't mean that. I don't, I, that's not what I mean when I say that. I mean, even if like what you were just saying, coming from an intelligent point to joke about things and you're smart about it, but not being offensive, you can't even take that angle anymore. 
and it's just some and also I think some people are getting specials that don't deserve them mm. there's a lot of people who they're putting up on these stages and it's just like this was terrible like obviously there's a machine behind you but they shouldn't be and there's a lot of great comics who are not getting their fair shake at having a special so it's like just stop giving them out <clears throat> because that's, they're turning that's never into, gonna happen yeah i i know but they're uh, it's turning they're turning into ted talks they're, they're not even comics being funny they're comics getting up here ranting so if we're gonna get up there and we're just gonna rant and just have maybe a couple little funny quips we don't need those as specials now if we're gonna get back to comics where you actually your your set is it's just funny i'm okay with that and maybe we should maybe it should be tailored like how what is it, netflix does the stand-ups where it's 10 minute sets or 15 minute sets yeah maybe we should do that instead of going to hours because a lot of these 15 minute sets are killers mm-hmm. but once you're doing an hour an hour and 10 the water kind of gets a little because it's, it's just they're not holding up i mean it just proves it just goes to show you know this profession is not easy so no it's not and that's why I'm, I, 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 I like that they show the live aspect because it lets everyone know everybody can't get up there. Yeah. And there's a lot of civilians that were talking, you know, a lot of garbage. And it's like, if you think you can do better, get on stage. But you're not. You're just an armchair uh, quarterback who just talks crap. That's all y'all do. Uh, let me ask you this question real quick. Do you think that a lot of the vitriol came from or coming towards a special do you think it was a double whammy of the video with him and the white people and jada or where do you think a lot of the vitriol was coming from um ask that question one more time so in regards to the hate because there was a lot of people i was like did y'all even watch the special are you just hating do you think a lot of the, the hate came because we know what you said to Jada and Will? You think the hate came from that? Or do you think the hate was coming from the white people video? Or it's a little bit of both? Because it was a lot of haters. And I'm just like, I, I like I said, I understand it's subjective, but some of this hate, I'm like, are you even trying to tune in for the art of comedy? Or are you just hating the hate because of previous incidents? I think it's I think it's all of it. I think I think if someone has an agenda or if someone is mad about something, they're gonna find a way to continue on with the hate. They're gonna they're gonna find a way to to bring everybody in on their their hatred towards said individual. Like it it's obvious that um it's obvious that Chris Rock writes his own writes his own material when it comes to award shows, because yeah, or or he has a, a hand in it. How about that? Because I know some award shows they have writers coming in and or whatnot. Yeah, he. It's obvious he has a hand to say. I want to say this. I approve this. Right. Whatever have you. You know what I mean? Um, but. That still don't mean that still don't mean you should physically hate somebody because of that. These he's he does say words mean things. Yeah, words yeah, do mean too. things. And if you keep if you keep you know saying certain things towards 
uh, an individual or a person, guess what? People going to be like, hey, man, you have a vendetta towards towards this person. Like, what's going on? You like, think it's I, over? It's never over. <laughs> It'll never be over. Come on now. <laughs> we need to have like Tyler Perry, Denzel. We need to have all the black Hollywood elites sit them in a the room and be like, y'all shake it out. <laughs> like we need to just have that happen so yeah. y'all can go and flourish. It, it'll um, never be over. It's oh man. It's, I had something I was gonna say, but I, I can't remember. It was about the special. Oh, oh, I know what it was. Um, I want this to stop because this kind of ruined it for me and it ruins comedy. Remember how it was floating around that one of the jokes was he watched Emancipation to see yeah. Will Smith get slapped. Yeah. That should never get out because yeah. I knew it was coming. I knew when yeah. it was coming and I was yeah. like, social media is going to ruin, if it hasn't already, it's going to ruin stand-up. For those of you who are going to comedy shows, don't tape what is going on. People are working that material out to use as we see for specials or just for other shows like stop yeah. doing that yeah you rob the 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 comic of their creative process they yeah. can't even use that joke anymore when you put it out there and you rob the audience yeah when Don't people yeah when comics put out whatever clips or whatnot that means that that material is now dead to not use it anymore they're not going to use it no more. So <laughs> when they decide to put it out there, when you when you ask people, hey, where where are your YouTube clips or whatnot? I'm still using this material, my man. Yeah. If That's I'm exactly not using, if I'm not using, if I'm not using the material anymore, yes, I'm going to post it. Because because when I go to the said shows, you're going to be like, hey, you you said that in the clip. Can I get something else? This is not a this is not a music show. It's not how that where, works. Yeah, that's <laughs> where you gotta. I want to hear that joke again. No, that's <laughs> again. This is not. That is not how it works at all. <laughs> it blows my mind the amount of people that this is about of civilians that don't know how comedy works. It is, I heard that joke at the last show. And it's like you come too much. It's like <laughs> I'm still using this material every time I get up until I get a new bit. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm tweaking it. I'm trying to do stuff to it. Like God. It's like, come on. But, you know, uh, I will say this, though. Chris got $20 million for that special. You know, the last two specials, so $40 million, So I don't give a damn if y'all like it or don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Give me another check, Netflix. That's that's what I'd be saying. I got another another hour of material for you. Send me another 20 Well, good good luck for, to that rich man. Yeah, right? Another rich brother. Love to see it. But Boogie! We have come to the end of another dope episode of Late Night with Adrian. Shout out to the No Sleep crew. Also got a shout out to the Flannel Gang. You know, I brought back the flannel. You know, it's been oh a God. minute since I brought them out. You know, I'll be the flannel god out here. You know, oh, wow. for all my flannel wearers. So again, shout out I have to some flannels. the Flannel Gang. I have some flannels. Yeah. You part of the crew, final game. What you got for the people's bugs? You know, nothing much other than smash that bell notification so you can get Maybe. all of our content as soon as it drops. And, you know, to remember to tell a friend to tell a friend that this is your favorite podcast. It is. And we're getting close to the 100th episode. We're yes, still trying to get 100 subscribers on all platforms. I see we got a couple more in the SoundCloud. 
So come on in. Come on, we need y'all to get up on, do your job, okay? We don't ask a lot of y'all except to like, subscribe, and to share this. I'm your boy, Nick Gallagher. And I'm Adrian Brady. And we up out of here. Peace.